Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spooniepreneur Podcast. I'm Nicole Muir, an ex-social worker turned CEO of a virtual support agency. My passion is helping those of us living with chronic illness to see how entrepreneurship can help us pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a flexible life that allows us to balance it all. On this podcast, I'm talking with business owners from all walks of life to learn how they're running their businesses. I'm also going to take you behind the scenes into how I run a six-figure business while living with fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. If you are a spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Hey, Spoonie friends, welcome to another episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. So today we are going to try something new because I have been thinking a lot about how mindset and entrepreneurship meet and all the ways that the traditional business advice that you hear out there needs some adjusting when you're a Spoonie. So on today's episode, I'm going to hop on my soapbox a little because I'm feeling pretty fired up. So in therapy last week, my therapist and I were talking about all of the traumatic things that have happened this year. I mean, honestly, it's been a shit show. (laughs) We've lost family and friends to the coronavirus. Many of our able-bodied loved ones experience what it's like to be stuck in the house with nothing to do. And let's be honest, they didn't handle it very well. We have, we're in the process of experiencing a reckoning on how we understand and deal with race as a nation, and we've just finished a contentious election. Kind of makes you wonder what else 2020 is going to throw our way, right? (laughs) And after I got through rattling through this list of grievances, my therapist gently reminded me that we are all in the middle of a very traumatic experience. And what I know from my background on psychology is that when you are in the middle of trauma, you really have to focus on the day to day. You just have to focus on doing the next right thing, right? This is not the time to try to make sense of it all. But I want to be honest with you that when you're living with anxiety, like I am dealing with all of this collective trauma, it feels like you're trying to catch your breath when you're underwater. (laughs) Like I so desperately want to feel in control, but I am just not. You know, I'm having more bad days than I'm having good ones. I'm having my fair share of sleepless nights. And if this is you too, here is a gentle reminder that we're going to be unpacking the trauma and the emotional impact of all of this for a while. There are no quick solutions. But what I do know is that we will achieve more peace of mind if we honor our need to grieve and rant and be angsty right now. Like, their feelings, they're not going to take us under, right? We have to feel them. We have to let them be seen and then they'll go on their way, right? And and that's easier said than done. But for me, um, that has been a really helpful coping, you know, mechanism in all of this. And the other coping mechanism I've had to get me through 2020 is all of the lessons that I've learned from running a business for six years, Because what I didn't know when I started my business was that being an entrepreneur meant that I was signing up for this lifelong journey of self-discovery, right? And when you start running a business or even when you've been running it for years like I have, 
a lot of coaches, a lot of thought leaders, they try to show you all the shiny parts of of this self-discovery journey. They'll talk about how running a business gives you freedom to structure your day, how it makes sense for you. They'll share about journaling, the feelings and the mindsets that are coming up. They'll talk about reading the latest self-help books, right? Very few people, um, especially able-bodied or healthy people, want to talk about all the ways that running a business really makes you face the things that you would rather forget about, right? But you know me, and because I'm on my soapbox, I am going to be real with you. I am going to be honest that a lot of the advice that you hear out there is great for able-bodied people with lots of resources at their disposal, right? But it's not particularly useful when you're living with a chronic illness. In fact, it can be detrimental. It can cause you to have unrealistic expectations of what business should look like and cause you to feel really disappointed when it, what you come up with doesn't match what they have, right? And and let's be clear, like the basics are the same when you're running a business, whether you are healthy or, or you have chronic illness. You need to decide on who you're serving and how you're going to serve them. You need to have a general plan of where you're headed, right? You have to have solid contracts. You have to establish your business legally. Like all of that good stuff is still the same. But... All of those business coaches, those thought leaders, those mentors, they start to lose me when they start talking about mindset because, you know, tools like journaling are great. But when you are dealing with brain fog or intense pain, like journaling about your business mindset every day is not at the top of your priority list, right? You do not have the spoons for that. (laughs) And, And sure, like running a business lets me structure my day in ways that make it possible for me to work even when I'm feeling crappy. But what I don't see reflected when I'm listening to those, you know, I'm reading that business book or I'm listening to that podcast is that those thought leaders, they don't, they don't have the experience of having to work from bed in like five minute increments because you can barely keep your eyes open, right? They, they don't talk about, you know, those really rough days or if they do, they kind of like, they sugarcoat it, right? Because everything shifts when you're trying to run a business and manage chronic health issues, right? Everything has to change. So a few days ago, I was listening to an interview Marie Forleo did with Seth Godin. And if you don't know who Seth Godin is, he's um, he's a really brilliant marketer. He's written several books. Um, I agree with a lot of what he has to say. But she was talking to him about the power of establishing practices in your business. And she straight up asked him, you know, what advice he had for people who are balancing, you know, life issues or chronic illness in establishing practices, you know, those routines in their business. And his answer was to just do it anyway. (laughs) And at that point, I turned off the video because I was just done. I was done. Let's be clear about something. When you're living with chronic illness, your body has hijacked everything about your life as you knew it, right? For me, I got sick when I was 30. So I had this life, I had this career that I had already envisioned for myself. And my plans for the future completely changed. You know, I sat by and I watched friends buy homes and start families, travel the world while I celebrated being able to take my dog for a walk, right? Uh, I started paying attention to Supreme Court rulings because they decide if my pre-existing conditions will cause my health insurance to disappear, right? And the worst thing is 
is that I have no clue when the next flare is going to be or how much it will impact my life. You know, I just got out of a massive flare that caused like everything in my life just to come to a standstill because I was so sick. And, and I don't know when that's going to happen again, right? So just doing it anyway, it's not the answer, guys. It's not the answer. The answer <laughs> is to find the path of least resistance and to do that over and over again, <laughs> right? Find what is easy. You know, find what gets you the results you want, but takes the least amount of effort on your part and do it over and over again because you are not going to be able to do it all right away. And that's okay. You know, if you are listening to that podcast about the five ways that you need to, you know, market your business or you're taking that online course that's supposed to take you from zero to 100 in your business in 90 days, like you have a chronic illness, that's not realistic for most of us, right? (laughs) Like we can try really hard and we may burn out. We may make ourselves sicker. Like it's, it's okay that you're not going to be able to do it in that time frame. You're still going to be able to do it. You know, a great example of this is consistency is really important when you're marketing your business. You know, it's what I tell my clients all the time is that you're never going to get results if you're not consistent. But I want to be honest with you that if you need to step away for a week because you have to just really step back and focus on essential things like completing client projects, like that's okay, right? If you need to tell a client that you have to take a few days away from your desk just to rest and recover, that's okay too, right? You get to say what you need and you get to do what you need. That's okay. You know, it's easy to downplay the role that our illness plays in our business, right? It's easy to pretend like everything's okay. And for a long time, like for the first year and a half of my business, I didn't share what was going on with anyone. You know, I didn't tell my clients that I had chronic illness. I didn't I I just didn't talk about it because I thought that people would not want to work with me if they knew the truth. And it wasn't until I had a really bad reaction to a new medication, um, it caused me to, I had to admit to the client that my illness meant that I had to step away for a few days. And it was just a few days before his launch. And he was shocked because he had no clue that I was living with four chronic illnesses, right? (laughs) Um, It made that conversation like way harder than it needed to be. And when you are living with a chronic illness, or even if you're not living with a chronic illness, let's be clear, it's so easy to make things harder than they need to be in life and business. And when you're trying to pretend like everything is okay, and it's not, you're making it harder than it needs to be. Because the the truth is that there will be people who do not want to work with you because they don't think that you'll be able to do a good job. They'll see your illness. They'll, you know, think that you are unreliable or they have all these, you know, preconceived notions of what it looks like to live with chronic illness. Let those people go. Those people are not your people. You don't need that money from that kind of person. Just let them go. And in fact, you really should be open about your illness when you're marketing, when you're talking to people, you're on that discovery call, like be open, be transparent, because that's going to weed out the people who are going to be jerks to you about it, right? Plus, there are so many more people out there who want to work with you because of your illness. They see the value of what you bring to the table. They see the results that you're getting for your clients, and they don't really care about the rest, right? And I want you to trust me on this because I know this from experience. 
you are also probably going to tell yourself some really big stories about why you can't handle a project because of your illness, right? I mean, for years, I mean, years, guys, I told myself that I couldn't be an online business manager because my illness would come in the way. And I kept telling myself this. I mean, guys, I have a master's degree in organizational leadership. I stepped away when I got sick. I was executive director of a nonprofit. Like, I know how to organize and run teams, right? But I told myself all these stories about why I couldn't do that because I was unreliable. Like I was telling myself that. Now I'm an OBM running a team for a seven-figure business owner. Like (laughs) we can do the the hard things. It just means that we're going to have to take a different path to get there. And that's okay, right? You have to know your strengths, know your weaknesses and build your business around that right? You have to have creative ways to get things done. You know, you're going to learn how to find systems and strategies to keep your business running, even when your health gets in the way. But what most business coaches don't tell you is that the difference between success and failure is figuring out how to show up when it's hard. And that's what Spoonies are pretty damn good at, right? We are amazing at figuring out quick solutions. We are pros at prioritizing, right? (laughs) We know our energy levels. We know how much time we have in a day. We don't waste time, right? And we're great at figuring out how to do more with less because we've had to learn how to do that in all aspects of our life, right? So instead of seeing your illness as your limitation, see it as your superpower. You are walking into businesses with a whole set of skills that most entrepreneurs, it takes them years to develop, right? You are walking into this being able to find solutions, being able to be smart with your time, help them be smart with their time, and they are going to love you for it. So I'm stepping off my soapbox now. (laughs) In this moment, I want you to remember that it is okay to take a step back from things if you need it. If you're feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders today, be gentle with yourself. Listen to your body. Do what it's telling you to do. As for me, after I hit stop on this recording, I am going to be shutting out all the noise in that busy online world so I can focus on what really matters, which is this community. So until next week, remember that we can do hard things if we take it one step at a time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and don't forget to rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're looking to build a business that runs on word of mouth referrals, and who doesn't, head on over to www.resilientbusinesstoolkit to check out my free masterclass teaching you to build a marketing plan that drives word of mouth referrals into your inbox every month. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.